link on how to get there from my MySpace page. So if you just uh, look me up, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to get to the link there. So, uh, so now I'd like to introduce our very own Lindsay and Mercedes. Thanks for being here, ladies. If you've got a question, the voices of res and I hear. Chicks. Flash Chicks is an SPE sponsored podcast. Yep. Hey girl. Hey, how's it going, Lindsay? You know, it is just lovely. I got my nice sweet background up here. Uh, I love it. I have I have my sweet I see that you went for a real background. Yeah, That's still have not figured out how to do fake backgrounds. Otherwise, well actually next week I will and then we'll I'll send you the bolo tie. See Lindsay. Uh, okay. First we should introduce ourselves. We're getting all off course already. <laughs> okay. So Go this is Plastics. I'm Lindsay Neville. I am the Vice President of Membership Engagement now. Just switch that. Um, I work for a company called Tech Tank in Erie, Pennsylvania, and I do a lot of other stuff too, along with co-hosting this. I am uh, Mercedes Landazri. I am Design Application Lead at Techmer PM. And uh, within SPE, I'm on a few different boards, most notably um, counselor for color and appearance division. I'm also on recycling division and Chicago section. All the good ones. Chair of Next Gen Advisory Board. Oh yeah. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is our podcast, but it's live. Uh, we started going live last year at Antec. Uh, David Kasuma from Tupperware was actually our very first live uh, episode. We did cheat and do a couple recorded ones ahead of the live one, but that's behind the scenes. When our documentary on Netflix comes out, we'll make sure to throw that tidbit in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, right now there's a bidding war between them and uh, and Hulu. And always, you know, I'm kind of leaning towards Hulu these days. I just want somebody to get it out, and then <laughs> and then we can relax. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, so, so our podcast is uh, well was not hard hitting facts. Yes, hard-hitting facts, all the facts, lots of research. Um, and we So much preparation. <laughs> guests uh, who work in the plastics industry. Um, and then in the future, also maybe some who, who work uh, in industrial design. Don't you never know. As, uh, as plastics industry people, but people who are designing for plastic. Um, but we decided to form the podcast. Well, I guess we should, we should take a, a little step back and, and talk about how we met. Ooh, um, really, I think I, basically we do the same things. So I just heard of you through like you coming down, like you stepping on my territory, I want to yeah. say. <laughs> and um, basically we were kind of like just doing all the same stuff. And my, my husband ended up saying to me, he's like, this girl's like your nemesis. And I was like, oh, that's exactly it. Well, I think yeah. what, specifically what he said, he read an article about me and then he said, she does everything but you do, but better. She's yeah. Well, I was trying to make it the nicer version. <laughs> Not me, because I am your analysis. But yeah, so we met on, on conference calls and um, and finally met probably, you know, so so for about six months, we internet stalked each other pretty good. And um, God bless Google. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd always had in the back of my mind um, that I wanted to do a podcast because Lindsay had been on a podcast. And I found that out when I was internet stalking her. Just saying. And, uh, and so we met at, uh, at Antec in, which Antec did we actually meet at? California. Anaheim, yeah. 
And, um, and then we became best friends ever since. So slash nemesis. Slash don't, nemesis. Don't let that slip away. Um, so, uh, so we decided to start a podcast because we're both avid podcast listeners and, um, and it just became this very natural, natural thing for us. And, and, uh, we're very fortunate to have SPE as a sponsor. So you can always find the new episodes up at, uh, for SPE.org or wherever you listen to your podcasts, um, Apple podcasts, Google, um, wherever Stitcher, come at us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first Friday of every month, we'll, we throw a cool new podcast out there. You never know what it's going to be. To be perfectly honest, we don't know what this month is going to be. So um, surprise. <laughs> and you can also find us on all the social medias at, uh, at Plast Chicks. Yep. So we tweet. We, we Instagram. Well, that, you know, like Pat was saying, uh, uh, every night since we've been quarantined, um, we do quarantinis at mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Eastern because I forget that there are other time zones and I I'm simply talk in Eastern time zone at Mercedes. Is always eight o'clock central. She's like, you know, yeah, I'm in central time. What time do you want to talk? I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, and so we usually have a drink, uh, talk about what's been going on in the world of plastics or our own lives or um, again, very fact-based, um, agenda-based. Uh, we don't deviate. Uh, so yeah, that's what kind of stuff you're looking I'm- for able to share my screen here for just a second i can give you an example of um one of our posts let me just see if you guys we're we're going with my prettiest one aren't we yeah we are going with your prettiest one so i don't know if you guys can see that listen some of us are still in the office and coming in really early (laughs) it's ironic i'm just gonna leave that up as long as possible um but it's ironic (laughs) <laughs> so this just came about, I think this was when we were texting during, um, and that is, that is water, by the way, just so everybody on, on council knows. Um, that was uh, when we were on the, on the uh, virtual. It's not water. She was drunk. It, it was water. Somebody took her off. Lemon. <laughs> well, see, the ironic thing about these pictures is that I'm actually working from home and you're actually not working from home. Yeah. I'm actually in the office because yeah. we're still running stuff. So um, yeah. Yeah. I was, like, I was here. Oh, well. I'm at work now, but I was there at 5 a.m. that day. So, mm. yeah. Um, all right. Well, I suppose we should stop <laughs> nemesying. Introduce our first guest. We get into our guest. Um, so this is a guest that we've wanted to have on for actually kind of a long time, but we kind of, our schedules are, I mean, we live in two different places. It's bound to happen. Um, and so we were planning on, interviewing her this Antec, but then, um, you know, stuff happened. And uh, as soon as we went virtual and we thought about doing this live, we thought what better person to bring on uh, than Brenda Clark. So Brenda is the engineering manager at Hasco. And um, well, we'll bring her on because we got all the questions. So, hey, Brenda. Hey guys. Or should um, I say gals? First of all, <laughs> love the mold as your background. I, I figured out how to put one on. Yeah, so Mercedes, <laughs> you're the only one. Well, yeah. I, uh, it was better than my ugly kitchen, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, I'm actually sitting in my office, and um, this morning I did a test run, and I have a window, but I actually barricaded it with cardboard because there was like a weird light coming in, so um, yeah. it would have been a real real awkward vibe if I, if I didn't have a background. 
I do want to mention too, we are, we are open for questions. Um, yes. so if you have a question, go ahead and type it into the, uh, the Q and a, um, or the chat and we will uh, try to get to your questions as well. Um, so Brenda, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, can you, uh, tell us uh, about your, uh, your position, both with, uh, Hasco and, uh, within SPE? Certainly. Lay it all out. Certainly. I started in plastics. I'm not going to say what year because it's many years ago. And currently I'm working at Hasco America. We service all the mold builders and designers across the USA, as well as Canada and Mexico now. Uh, so I deal with uh, worldwide mold builds. So it's, it's pretty intrusive and lots of work. I enjoy it. I love being able to talk with other mold designers as well as customers and help them get the product they need, especially right now for the molds that we need yeah. to produce. So timely, I'm very busy, but I can take <laughs> a few minutes out and, and chat with the plastics. I love it. Um, along with that, I've been able to work through the years in high school. I started it with SPE as a student uh, member. And from there I progressed, uh, was up in Connecticut, working with Connecticut sections, uh, learned how to play golf, all those fun things, um, but also worked pretty good along with um, the CEO of the company that I first started with, um, who really showed me the ropes. He showed me how to do mold design, how to work with customers, as well as work with molding machines and, and do some of the injection molding and processing. So it was a really, really good start to my career, so to speak. Um, but with Hasco, they're really in tuned into education of not only our customers, but also future generations. So they're very open for society work uh, within their employees. So they support me fully in a lot of the venues that I've delved into. Uh, one being the mold technologies division approached me to work along with them on their board. And I thought it was a great honor at that point. Um, being a mold designer for over 30 plus years, um, it's, it's been interesting to talk with all the leaders in our industry and all work together to help with uh, getting the education scholarships going, um, grants for certain universities and such. So it's been a, a great honor to work with them. And just a few years ago, I was the chair for the division and enjoyed moving it along leaps and bounds to where it is now. Um, we've got a lot of those programs really rolling finally. It takes a little bit for it to get moving again um, there was a downfall in the, the last recession time, and we've built it back up, and it's working really well. Um, we even work along with other industries, um, associations like the Plastics Industry Association. Uh, I do some reporting for them, and I also work with the Plastics Pioneers now. I was going to oh. say, you were just uh, invited, invite only, right? 
Mm -hmm. fancy? Yeah, you were just invited in last year, right? Yeah. I got my timing right. Yep. yep. What year? I don't know what year it, it is. It could be 2022 <laughs> right now. I'm not sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. We had a fall. We have a fall and spring meeting, and I was inducted in the fall meeting. Wow! Congratulations. With all the greats. You know, I'm, yes. I'm just, you do realize you are in that category, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. you know, I, think I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it, but, um, everybody that I know now prior to this virtual meeting right now, um, everybody that I knew in it, they were all men. Are there, how there's women, there's, there's a handful, I'm not really up on it, but I think about a half a dozen really? females. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. So I'm who, not the what, first. Yeah. Well, well, who, are, who are the other women? And hopefully not the last. Now you have to list them. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you didn't read <laughs> a go on that one. <laughs> list every woman and when. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. So we have some questions coming in. Oh, actually, Eve Vitale is writing in all the women. Well, she says Maureen Steinwall. Thank you, Eve. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Wendy. Yeah, Wendy. Yeah. So we do have a question for you that actually relates to that a little bit. Um, Eve asks, Eve, so Eve is the executive director of Plastivan. She's actually gonna be hosting, I think, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, I believe. Oh, good, I guess um, watch her. Be on yeah. the hot seat. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. In your face, Eve. Um, so she says, uh, Brenda, you know, the plastics industry is male-centric. Uh, within the molding sub-industry, um, uh, are there even fewer women uh, in the public? Yeah industry at large and if so have there any challenges because of that fortunately no challenges i lie a little but <laughs> I was like, wow, i've always have always embraced them and and never really had an issue i've been very blessed that people once they realize i know what i'm talking about they That's the first hurdle <laughs> kind of chill and they listen and I can at least help them with their situation. And that's what I like to do. It's not that I'm out there trying to be, oh, I'm better than you or anything. Never. Um, I want to work with you. And I want everybody to understand that I'm trying to do this because I have a solution or I'm interested and I want to help you. One of the, the funnies, you'll, you'll get this, the molds that I helped design um, in the early 80s was for contact lenses for chickens. Chickens. Sorry, can we repeat Wait. that? Let's Wait. Chicks. Chicks. <laughs> oh, plus chicks. Wait, so but why do they, yeah, why do they yeah. need to see? What? And are they colorblind? They it's not, no, it's because they can see color and they're color red. So when they see that, they get cannibalistic. So the contact lenses were actually red. They put them in the chickens and then in the chicken houses, they don't eat each other and they all live happily ever after. What Whoa. is this I knew you all world. would really like that story. That is one wild. But that's, that's part of, it's part of what plastics does. They see a problem, they come up with a solution and boom. We have more eggs now, more production, more <laughs> Less chickens. Less cannibal chickens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, they'll live happily ever after. Good things. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, I'm not going to recover from that fact for a while. Um, <laughs> um, I think. Oh, I see. I'm all. I'm all off my game now because now I just know that chickens are cannibals and destructive. 
Um, it's, still, it's very terrifying. Yeah. Right. So you've been at Hasco for 15 years. Yep. I'm on my 16th year working now. Yes. Um, and so, um, you, do you do a lot of travel for that? I mean, engineering manager, yep. are you more of a local do you go out? What, what kind of, what falls kind of under your umbrella? Jack of all trades. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> answer any and all of the technical questions. Love it. Um, forward all the information that everyone needs to keep their molds running and built right and moving um, product. Also work at local trade shows, um, as well as a lot of the industry associate, association conferences like this and meetings. Done quite a few uh, presentations. And usually my presentations are start out on a kind of fundamental edge um, and then delve a little deeper into subjects um, like mold anything that has to do with mold build well i feel like in general you know when you are presenting to most groups like you kind of have to obviously it depends on who you're talking there's to, a but wide it's kind of, range yeah right. it's i know plastic i know you know maybe i know injection molding because it's the best molding mercedes um <laughs> maybe i know you know something else but i feel like while mold building is like way fundamental to, you know, every part of this industry, it's so like the knowledge base gets smaller and smaller and smaller as you get down there. Number of people that know it, I guess. And on a, a fundamental base, it gets people thinking. Mm -hmm. So if they're not interested or familiar with mold build or mold design, it lets them learn more about it faster and what they want to learn on they can go from there it's a pretty much how I did my position at Hasco it's kind of fill in where you're needed and it evolves um, so it's evolved and we do we hold uh, technical design meetings with customers and groups of customers uh, just to help them in the system with some of the complex components that go into the newer mold builds, mm -hmm. two-stage ejection, collapsible cores. Um, which like leads me to a very uh, pop culture mold question. What's trendy in mold building right now? <laughs> Getting it done in two weeks <laughs> or less. <laughs> well, actually, specifically, well, but, so what's going on? What's going on in, in your Hasco world? What What are some projects that you're working on, maybe pertinent to the current situation? There's a, uh, right now half a dozen COVID nineteen cases. Uh, we've just delivered uh, two hot temperature hot runner controllers uh, because Hasco does between the platens. Um, the mold base components and plates, but we also have supplies for molders. Mm -hmm. So we had the two controllers on order. Well, because of what's going on in the world, they needed to start up two injection molding machines last week. So on Friday, we delivered those way above and beyond, drove over, got them, they're up and running, and they were running within a half hour. They were tickled. So we're doing little things like that, um, but also supplying, like I said, the mold plates and components for any, you know, 
any kind of little plastic part that goes into a respirator from that to masks, you name it. There's plastic parts all over this for medical. Yeah. I know uh, when this first all started, I had ordered a, a hot runner controller and a, the hot runner, sorry, um, back in January or December or something like that. And um, it was probably like end of January and they were building it in China and they were like, and I just got this gut feeling and I was like, I'm going to ask them about that lead time. And they were like, oh, mm-hmm. we're shut down and we're not coming back. We've moved it to another country. And I was like, okay. And so I told my customer and I remember them being like, okay, well, it's not like really going to impact us, is it? And I'm like, and now yeah. like looking at this, it's like, oh man, like, that's, that's the then. great thing about Hasco. We've maintained our facilities and been very careful about um, hand sanitizing masks. Uh, we've actually have locations in China ourselves for distribution. Mm-hmm. And we've learned a lot from them to keep our facilities safe and open because the stuff that we're sending to these mold builders, they need yesterday. We can't be shut down. As long as FedEx and UPS are moving, we're moving that product right? to who needs it. That's the concerning one. If you, if mm-hmm. you shut down the delivery systems, then, yeah. <laughs> then I'm nervous. And yeah, that has right. been a question from a lot of our customers. And, yeah. and we've, we've found ways of getting it right to them direct. Cut out the middle people. We're shipping it direct. Yeah. They're up and running within a day or two. Everything's great. Yeah. So that's, that's, it's been fascinating to me. And I feel like my job is finally starting to click for my family and friends. Um, it's only been like five years, right? <laughs> actually four, four years in the industry tomorrow. Wow. I'm so wow. sorry. I'm off by a year. It's fun. It's funny because I, it's I, my, your cakes in the mail. Yeah. My, Cause my first day in the industry was April 1st. And I sat down with our old technical director and had an all day chemistry uh, lesson which that was, that was life's April fool's joke on me, you know, <laughs> but um, I never took a, a day of science in, in, in college, but um, so, you know, looking at, of course, the, the media is, is, is really, um, you know, everyone's very appreciative of, um, you know, first responders right now, particularly in healthcare and, um, uh, and then also grocery store workers, but so the, they're our first, our, our, our frontline, um, workers, right? But um, it's really made me realize, and as I'm describing it to my friends and family, we in manufacturing are are like the 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 second line, or we're we're supporting. You know, we're the ones who are really producing everything to to support those industries. Right. Mm-hmm. All all of our customers are the ones who have to make it happen, mm-hmm. so that those first line responders are safe, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be a face mask or they're in the hospital, they have enough respirators for their patients. Oh. Just to even just regular little face masks going for the general public going into the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. It's hit here. I'm in North Carolina and it hit here. Uh, people are finally starting to wear them when they go into the grocery stores. And that's what we heard. Wear face masks everywhere wash your hands constantly, um, clean down the door handles of your apartments and your homes, mm-hmm. as well as um, offices, any office, anything that's com- um, shared like a copier, clean mm-hmm. it down. 
once a day. You don't have to do it hourly unless you want to. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people want those to. Are, right yeah. Now. <laughs> those I'm are the important that. things. Yeah. 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 yeah but so, you know, so for people in manufacturing, you, you know, a lot of people are, are stay, working from home if they can, but it's just, I mean, it's really, um, I've become so much more appreciative of, of, of our people who in production who are going into the plants and they have to, you mm-hmm. know, child care and, um, but actually, but don't want it to be so much of a bummer. Of yeah. a I know yeah. we we're, get, we're getting a little down. Get back but, on um, the, the chicken yeah. thing. <laughs> Let's get back to cannibalistic chicken. Can, cannibalistic chicken. So, um, Brenda, can you tell us about, cause you know, I, I, I uh you you had mentioned which i did not know that you have been an sp member since high school yeah which cool 1981 that is when i, like I graduated uh, wow <laughs> so how did you get into into mold design have you started specifically in mold? i lucked out i was in drafting in high school and in ninth grade i took a course they had i don't know what they call them now but it's a career path course um, test and it said that if I was a, a of the male persuasion that I should be an engineer so I took it um, what a my fun. mom was a very strong independent lady and so was my father he supported us um, but I said okay I'm gonna be an engineer and I love it that was in ninth grade and in senior year I was introduced to a plastic mold builder, a very small one. There was like six employees at the time. Um, That was the location that really did the foundation and the the design. I had a a excellent mentor. He saw that I had potential with my drafting. I I designed within a month, my first mold. It was a cap, cap for, the telcon at that point um, that you put in your house to cover contacts. It was a little tiny Always thing, contacts. but, <laughs> but it, it was, yeah, it was, it was the start of everything. They actually produced connectors for the older comrade, what is it? Commodore 64 computers, the zip connectors. So I learned quite a lot about mold design shrinkage hmm. and, insert tolerancing um, just a really good base to my mold design but from there I also was able to process the tools as well to see what needed to be done on that side Um, that's cool and I guess I mean that's all paid off because last year you were mold designer of the year yes that was another huge honor didn't think and it's kind of funny because that same company I can remember sitting there looking at an SPE meeting meeting notes or member notes or something about that exact honor and I thought man that would be so incredible to do (laughs) and I thought I'll never do that because I'm just sitting here in this little tiny corner of Connecticut nobody knows what I'm doing little did you know and it did it evolved so never say never (laughs) <laughs> and I know both of you have just started and you're very uh, early on in your career, <laughs> but never say never, never know where you're going to end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so speaking of which you've gone through, you were at uh, Accurate Plastic Tooling, Atlas Mold, 
um, technical design service, Morrow Industries, and then you said you've been at Hasco for 15 years now? Yep. And so you moved from a mold designer to an engineering manager. Yeah. yeah, what's that crossover like? Yes. When there was a point where I did actually raise my two boys in between there. Love it. Um, yeah, they're both in college now. So proud of them. And at that point, I was not doing mold design. But my husband was working and he had just lost his job because of the downsizing in 2000. So he went to a job fair and saw Hasco. And he said, oh, my wife knows how to do that and walked away. Well, they grabbed him and they said, <laughs> they, she knows what? <laughs> so then that was history. I, I uh, started in when we were doing manufacturing, uh, worked with the specials and hot runners designs and, and such. Um, and since then it's just evolved. Uh, became when we were doing doing manufacturing. I became the engineering manager, just before we shut down our our big manufacturing facility here. Uh, and then they kept me on during the '09 crunch. I worked part time, and that's when I was raising my boys, but working part time. So it, it really worked out. They've been a super. Uh, working with me and allowing me to just kind of evolve this whichever way it's going to evolve and <laughs> we've always worked really well together and I love working there. Uh, I love hearing you say that you're working part-time because actually I'm working at Tech Tank part-time because okay. I also have two boys um, yeah. not in college though slightly not on the yet. younger scale. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, when I first was looking for a position, I wanted something part-time so I could spend, you know, some time at home with my kids, but also not leave this mm -hmm. industry. Right. And um, I contacted a couple headhunters because, you know, like, we, I think we all get the headhunters being like, I got jobs for you. And um, I told both of them, they'd been hounding me for like months. And I told both of them, you know, I'm looking for a part-time position, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll take whatever. And I heard, I didn't hear back from either one of them. They oh. just, they were like, nope. They're like, if you wanted full-time, we could give you something if you want part-time. And I'm like, you don't think no, like there's no one interested in possibly like, right. we're a good enough candidate. Right. I mean, I'm not great, but I'm good enough. Um, you know, so, to like. Now don't sell yourself short. Obviously. Well, my boss isn't that's... listening, so we're fine. <laughs> hey, can you hear them? Brock, Lindsay's amazing. <laughs> Brock, go away. Go away. Yeah. No, so we're, we're running out of time. I wanted to wrap up with um, just a couple of poll questions oh, for our audience here. And actually, I did have a question from Tim Haka, um, first-time listener, long-time SPE member. Where are you seeing these questions? But this he said it's in the Q&A. He said, I assume a dangerous thing that you are female. Are you trying to get into uh, and known by sororities uh, to, at universities to showcase? Um, you did, in fact, assume incorrectly. Class chicks, <laughs> Lindsay and myself, but we um, we do have a lot of male guests on. Um, as Lin Lindsay mentioned, uh, our first interview was actually with David Kusuma from uh, Tupperware. Um, yeah. But getting into our poll questions, um, uh, Sue, Ryan, or whoever is, is or Deb, if you can um, put out this first poll question for the audience, um, we want to know uh, from everyone. Hard hit again. Hard hitting news. Hard hitting news. Are you working from home? Yes or no? Are we able to send that out? Um, no, we don't have poll questions. Okay. Oh, okay. 
then. We will just think right. about it. Next time. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically it was just trying to find out if you're working from home and if you're wearing actual pants, sweatpants, shorts, and yoga pants don't count. And oh, Tim, Tim did say yes, he is working from home. But okay. I don't know if that was a yes to wearing sweatpants. Oh, it looks like we're getting some answers <laughs> from people. Yes, yes, yes. So um, if you're wearing pants, just type pants. If you're not wearing pants, just type no pants. If you're wearing sweatpants, shorts, or yoga pants, just type no pants. Erin um, Keeney's wearing pants. Eve Vitale is wearing lounge pants. I like her style. If you're, fashion, if you're wearing anything fun, let I us- I mean, I'm only wearing jeans, like I'm wearing jeans and the rest of my outfit, but I have to wear jeans because I'm in the office. Again, mm. kind of a bummer. Otherwise, I- this, this would be a zip up onesie all the way. <laughs> Working at home. We have very strict social distancing at work and just had to do that, but it works. Love it. Well, Lindsay, you gave me a great idea for my next outfit for, uh, for next, next Tuesday. I'm going to wear my all jeans outfit. So Canadian, Perfect. You know, Canadian three-piece tuxedo, actually. So. Listen, we do it. We do it big. Jeans, jean jacket, jean shirt, um, and maybe a bolo tie if you're lucky. If you could ship mine. Then we could match in our bolos. So um, everyone, thanks so much for joining us. We have a great session that's going to be starting, I believe, Sutliff in a bit here. Brenda, thanks for joining us. You are awesome and amazing and mold designer of the year. So thanks for having me. Thanks, Brenda. Man, look at all these people just showing off with their their pants. Flexing, man. (laughs) No, (laughs) did did, get one... uh, (laughs) <laughs> no pants working from home. <laughs> hey, listen, it's oh, your house. Sure. Oh, we have an anonymous attendee, well played, working from home and wearing pajama pants. I love mm. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining. We will see you um, next, next Tuesday. Same time, same bat channel. And, not not uh, same Brenda. Same, not same Brenda. We're going to have wait, a different That's why it's mirrored. <laughs> who's, our, uh, who's our guest next week? I don't, you gotta, you're going to make me it. look up things. SPO no, will announce it. We'll all remember. Oh, it's Chad Alvin from uh, CQ Oh, Radio. Chad Alvin. Good there stuff. There we go. Um, and, uh, and then tune in if you'd like to join us for a quarantini. We're on 9 p.m. Instagram Live every night. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and uh, 6 p.m. West Coast. And, and then uh, I, I don't know about Greenwich time. I don't know. If you've got a question, the voices are resonant here. Oh, blast chicks. Woo! Nice job as always, guys. Thank you. Well done.